0: Meet the Norwegian Lords of Chaos. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town.
1: So this is a little bit of a vanity episode Mm. for me. Mm. But I don't think, I think it'll become... uh, An interesting and enjoyable episode for everybody, not just me.
0: Okay, because I can only hope
1: it checks off a lot of boxes, and that's important. I like that. that. Uh, I have an interest in music and like the history of music, especially Mm. the nefarious side Mm. of it. Uh, We'll get into a little true crime.
0: I hear I, people are into the true crime. Some people are. Four
1: people are into the true crime.
0: Yeah, it's not cool right now. now it's really but gross. Maybe but maybe it, it, it will be. Yeah.
1: It will be. Uh, and uh, a little bit of Satanism. Ooh. A little bit of murder. This a sounds little like a bit,
0: recipe for fun.
1: Church burning. I am going to, this is weird, like I'm trying to find like the focus of the discussion Mm -hmm. because there's a lot to unpack with this. Yeah. Uh, But the kind of focus will be uh, the kind of, well, it's all the dark side of it, but the darkest side of black metal In Hmm. Norway. I know this is like, uh.
0: I'm getting very (laughs) intrigued by all of this. Yeah. Uh,
1: and the interest for me is I, I was kind of familiar with this story like pre internet, but of Mm -hmm. course with internet, uh, it you know the the information is a lot more robust. Mm-hmm. Uh, the black metal scene, like, and if people are listening, because listen, I would take it very seriously. If somebody was talking about some you know uh, a genre or a subject, mm-hmm. and you know was uh, not one hundred percent informed. Yeah, the black metal scene is not uh, my forte. Like you know, mine would be more of the hardcore punk, you know, maybe. Thrash metal. There's mm-hmm. so many genres, subgenres. You know, extreme metal, uh, thrash, death metal. We can go totally. on, and on and and you know it's, it's nuanced, but it's it's important to the people that it's important to. And I'm one of them, but I don't claim to be an expert, so I'm just mm-hmm. putting that out there. I'm doing my best, but uh, I've always been very familiar uh, uh, familiar with and very interested in the uh, the black metal scene in specifically Norway in late 80s, early 90s. Awesome. Also, there is a movie coming out called *The Lords of Chaos*, Ooh. which features uh, Rory Culkin.
0: Oh, uh, Culkin. yeah, it,
1: interesting. Uh, do you know who Sky Ferri? Is Sky? Yeah. Ferry? Yeah.
0: I want to say for, Fury, but it's not. It's, it's not f- Faria. Yeah. yeah,
1: she's a singer and mm-hmm. an actor and like a model. I actually saw her uh, perform. She's good. At the, a, the Ace had like a Sundance thing, so they showed a movie mm-hmm. and had a performer. And Michelle is the one that actually got me into her. So I happened to just happened to be there, and she was great. I mean, I was yeah. like I really. Uh, she bigger. opened
0: for someone really famous. Yeah, yeah, she's
1: she's she's like very cool. Yeah, you know, one of those people are so cool. Yeah. And it's not a negative thing, but it's like you're so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like,
0: like uh, when we when we guessed it on uh, lizard people, and the oh, engineer yeah. is like the coolest. She was like, so we went to her cool apartment, her cool cups, and her cool hat, her cool hair, cool like computer and it's prowess. All, it's
1: all put together effortlessly. How? Yeah. How?
0: Tell I tie my
1: shoelaces sideways, which Michelle says makes <laughs> you look like a nut. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, it's like, how do you have it to so together? Yeah, but uh, I have
0: right now plastic on my couch because my cat keeps urinating on it. Yeah. I'm so, not
1: cool. So that's where we're at. Yeah. Um, so this movie, Lords of Chaos... I don't have bangs. Yeah, no, you don't have bangs. <laughs> no, you don't, Rebecca. You don't have bangs, okay? Yeah, Lords uh, of Chaos. Uh, so that's, that movie uh, will probably... It's, it's out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, limited release, and it, it kind of... The director of it uh he actually direct, well, he directed this uh movie that's out on Netflix called Polar mm. with Mads Mickelson. Polar Express. Nope. Way different,
0: way
1: oh. different. Polar uh, opposites. But he also directed like uh he directed like Madonna's, I think Ray of Light. It's yeah. very weird and like the uh, prodigy when out in Paul McCartney, but he was in uh the drummer of uh, one of the earlier earliest black metal bands i'd mm-hmm. say is, uh, called bathory so really? he was the drum of that in like 84 85 so he's yeah. the director of this movie although the, a lot of the stuff he's done since then has not been very metal i mm-hmm. guess but you know he had just has some street credit the people are like it's a well one it's the everyone is speaking english mm-hmm. with an american accent essentially for the m- most part and it's norwegian yeah. um so we are going to get into so that kind of ties into it a little bit so okay, i was like okay. you know what let me go let me go back and re like look at articles i watched a documentary that was all in norwegian uh, it's, it's it's subtitled but it's also an old documentary so i'm like kind of like listening to yeah, it and i'm then impressed taking, by your
0: level of research when
1: it comes to like music based stuff mm-hmm. especially you know kind of a the subculture—it's uh, just always very interesting, you know. F- but then that's not new. Like Jerry Lee Lewis yeah. was a bad dude, essentially, yeah, horrible, right? Horrible. You know what I mean? So it, it kind of goes, you know. Then you have like you know the notorious of Motley Crue and mm-hmm. and and uh, just so many different artists of different genres. But yeah.
0: wait, who's, who do you think is the best musician? Like the kindest, nicest? Like every musicians can be such horrible people.
1: Yeah, like the who's uh, like, like the so many-
0: Tom Hanks of music.
1: Man, I don't... Like, forever, or...
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, you know Kenny Loggins, he... or, like... No, I think he... I think
1: somebody. he like poisoned, yeah. I think he put poison in the oceans or something oh, like that. <laughs> I <don't geez>. know. <laughs> sorry for I don't all know. you logging heads out oh, there. So I don't want to. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, I don't know who like was somebody who's like, you know, it's that pro- mostly
0: men. Like, who's like the, the best? And actually, if you guys have any ideas on yeah, this, please yeah. email us, uh, yeah. Ghost Town at Gmail. Tell us who you think the nicest person. I know it's really sexy to talk about nice people, but yeah. for once, we're going to do it.
1: Yeah. I would say brave. if Keanu Reeves was.
0: <laughs> Isn't he insane though? Is Keanu Reeves insane?
1: I think he's, I think he's flawless. Like
0: John Cusack is like not a bad guy, but he's also out of his mind.
1: Yeah. He used to call
0: into the production company I worked for when I first moved out to LA and like pitch assistance. <laughs> while he waited in like a rambling and we were all like, "Eh." (laughs) what do we do?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I I mean, I'm just in love with the John Wick movies now. So it's, yeah, uh, sorry. Well, you know what? (laughs) We're not. I don't know. Am I a white male with disposable income? So I do. (laughs) And by disposal, I mean, not very disposable, but I'll, I'll use it to see John Wick. Yeah. Um, but you, uh, You were talking to me about breakfast, which had my interest. And then we'll we'll get into, it's going to get really dark after the breakfast. So
0: so you guys use this opportunity for me talking about this breakfast phenomenon to prime yourselves for the darkness. Yes. Um, But first the light. Okay. So I went to this thing on Wednesday, which was really amazing. And since 1925, LA has had this group called the Los Angeles Breakfast Club. It meets at friendship auditorium in Los Feliz across from Griffith Park we did a piece on the Griffith Park Zoo it's really close to there and basically it's like I was there and there are people of all ages every week this happens people gather at 7 a.m to eat breakfast say the Pledge of Allegiance like there's like a sing-along is
1: it in a is it in a are they saying the Pledge of Allegiance in a in a way that's like a very like page Patri- like to be like very pro yeah patron.
0: a lot of these people are veterans and okay. they're very old so this okay. is not like a hipster okay this is like an yeah. old ass thing um roy rogers used to be a part of it okay or will rogers roy or will will i well, believe the
1: will rogers isn't there a museum the yeah will yes. so probably will
0: yeah um i'm probably messing that up and so they and there was a table that's dedicated to him every member wears a pin all the guests are formally introduced and then the people who are new members are initiated there. And so they have been doing this since 1925. So there's like a wealth of rituals for the first hour. In the second hour, they have a lecture by God knows who. Last time it was um, the, uh, the Night Stalker. Uh, n- next week for Valentine's Day, it's the History of Tenderness so it's just like across yeah. the board and it was How do so... people handle
1: like when you cuz you went during like a you know, a crime based one, right? Yeah,
0: I went to for the night stalker one, which is And
1: great. are people like really uh, I mean, I'm assuming they probably can take the temperature of the room they're pretty receptive to whatever it is they're talking yeah,
0: about. Yeah, I mean, everyone's a weirdo. There's I was one of the youngest people in the room. Um well, there was there was a couple of us, but it was like me and this 12-year-old at this table and then people who were about 65, 70. So it's, it, it was such a cool thing that I feel like in L.A. there's so many uh, events that get affected by shit and like other, f- you know, like whatever, like sponsored by this. And you're like, no, this is just one thing that's pure. It's people gathering together. I think a lot of the people there it was like their weekly social outlet in a lot of ways. And it was just completely unadulterated by L.A. garbage hype. It was very pure. And if you live in the L.A. area, I would recommend going. Um, they have... Facebook events for everything. The L.A. Breakfast Club,
1: and the most important question, which we're all thinking about, is mm-hmm. how is the
0: breakfast? Um, okay, it's okay. It's there's bacon. There's a lot of egg. There's like four different egg dishes. Uh, it's there's cottage cheese, of course. Um, Pancakes? No, there's some waffles though. Oh, waffles. Okay, there's some so there's waffles. something where you can put some syrup on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have toast and bread. Um, yeah. I mean, it's pretty solid. Again, it's it's in a giant auditorium. They cater it every week so it's not going to be like you know amazing top tier breakfast it's going to be salt of the earth navy veteran style eggs maybe some hot sauce if you're feeling crazy but mostly just like ham and eggs you all know? right
1: yeah sounds it's very is a crypt
0: equip that they do there it's very oh, it is okay. of its own space and time yeah highly recommended when
1: you were there were you like I feel like I could be in a different city right now.
0: Yeah, okay. absolutely. Which I um, kind of like
1: that. I mean, I love Los Angeles and yeah. I say that all the time, but I, I like being, sometimes when I'm pleased, I'm like, you know, I feel like I, I could be any, anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere was, in the United timeless States. timeless
0: and placeless, I would yeah. say. But I also feel like, I mean, the idea of habit in LA and doing something with friends every week is so foreign to the culture here, yeah. you know? So, uh, yeah, I just feel like it's a really special, special thing. And, LA has a bunch of weirdo, you know, like it's like weirdo culture meets Midwest habit kind of a thing. It's really like interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you should go check that out. And then uh, you should also check out patreon.com slash ghost town pod.
0: Mm, Two bonus
1: episodes a month, mm-hmm. or you can get mentioned on the show. Check it out. It helps support the show for us uh-huh. to travel and do cool things. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. How what about that? a break? Okay. <laughs> What's up guys, Nolan here from Donut Media to tell you about our new podcast, Past Gas. Check out our four part series on Ford versus Ferrari at Le Mans, one of the greatest rivalries ever in sports. There's love, loss, betrayal, and a whole lot of racing. It's a great story, one that we want you to hear. So check out Past Gas wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.
1: So yeah, are
0: you ready for some darkness? I've been Norwegian
1: darkness because it was also very rainy today. Yeah, so I love it so cozy. I've been spending so like I spent the last, I've spent time on this previous. Mm -hmm. Then I go off and start listening to bands, which Mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of it's easy for me to get distracted within the same subject. Um, And then I'm watching documentaries Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's I'm not going to really find people that are directly involved. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a pretty notorious story. Uh, We're going to focus a lot about the band Mayhem, Mm -hmm. which is probably one of the most notorious black metal bands. Not the first and probably some people would argue not the best, but definitely uh, one of the most infamous, which really kind of put really put. Metal and underground anti, like anti-authority kind of music uh, mm-hmm. on the map. Um, so I'm going to kind of jump around a bit because it's a huge subject. You know, yeah. Talk about Norway. I could talk about metal in general, like about music. Uh, yeah. uh, but I, I, I just need to kind of pare it down. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the the Lords of Chaos movie. Uh, the director that I men- aforementioned is Jonas Ockerlund, and it's based on the book uh, Lords of Chaos: The Bloody Rise of the Satanic Metal. Underground is yes. the book. You're already in. I am already like. Oh woo! boy. Oh boy. Well, you're gonna sold. This is this is only gonna go downhill to <gasps> hell.
0: Yay. <laughs> Not uphill to heaven. No, I'm stepping down to hell.
1: Um. So to kind of start like, uh, the the black metal scene, uh, which was um kind of rooted in you know how like in the way like hippies and anti-establishment mm-hmm. uh, punk. Uh, I feel like the black metal was kind of a very anti-authority uh d- natural state of rebellion kind of using uh darkness usually will reflect that you know mm-hmm. what i mean if like the establishment is the light let's you know in the darkness and then obviously things like satanism uh yeah. comes into it uh but starting about uh, just for a reference in 1992 um is when uh a lot of these Church burning started happening. Ooh, uh yeah. yeah. Uh, our, it was Come like our, to mama. There, there was a lot of, bur- I think, like officially burnt down, very few, but a lot of, you know, obviously a lot of them are, you know, f- f- been very damaged. And here's the thing is like, I'm not a religious person. Um, I don't have necessarily have love for uh, the church or Catholic church, but beside the fact that I just want to let people do their thing. Yeah. Uh, their historic landmarks, which yeah. kind of, uh, takes precedence a lot. I was just like, absolutely. Even if I'm not like down with this, it doesn't mean I don't respect the fact that it's well it important exists. other or people. it's, and it's history. You and know? it's history. Like I love, I love churches. When I was in, uh, Prague and, in mm-hmm. uh, Czechoslovakia, I went, uh, or Czech Republic. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm old. I still Uh-oh. said Czechoslovakia. Uh-oh. A barrage <laughs> um, of angry tweets. I know. Um, I went to a place called like the Bone Church. Is a church Ooh. made of bone. Maybe we'll discuss it in a future episode. I would I don't love know. that because yeah. I
0: have seen pictures of it. It's yeah. pretty crazy. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> and I was in it. Oh my and,
1: I, and some say I never left.
0: You, but you're here. Oh, <laughs> you left. You actually left. Oh, okay. You, had, you actually had a dinner dinner reservation. You had to go to. So yeah, so I was like cut out. Yeah, uh, I was sorry. like sorry. Mm, uh, Hard Rock Cafe <laughs> check is uh, is calling. Check McDonald's. Uh, by 9-
1: 1996, there had been fifty attacks in Norway, and uh, you know some of them were like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's uh, Europe. It's older yeah. than the U.S.
0: Everybody. Some say yes.
1: Um, uh, probably uh, the the first. Historic 12th century uh, church was the uh, Fantarf Stave. Again, I don't I'm speak so Norwegian yet. Yeah, yeah. Church, uh, which was burnt to the ground and photographed and put on the cover of the album by Burzum, mm-hmm. which is the EP was called A S K E, which means ash. So hmm. we're going to reference this guy.
0: Okay.
1: He burnt down a church. He mm-hmm. had a, a band. It was really just him. Burzum was just him. who will be kind of a focal part of the story, but he uh, burnt down a church and then took a picture of it and he's like, and put it on an album cover. Okay. That won't be the... That is not going to be the most egregious and worst album cover I'm going to be mentioning on this episode.
0: People are really... Yeah. But people understand the importance of an album cover, which I respect.
1: So now I'm going to get into the history of the band that still exists called Mayhem. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And when people talk about black metal... Uh, and if you research anything about black metal, especially when it comes to Satanism, church burnings, mayhem is the center. That's what they made, you know, wrote a book. And uh, now they're making a movie because it's so notorious. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, what's also hard about a lot of these, a lot of, about uh, talking about a lot of black metal and some, not all, because of how extreme it is. There's some waves of kind of like, Loose Nazi, mm-hmm. um, and nationalistic stuff, uh, anti-Semitic mm-hmm. and it's not everybody and it's se- and I'm not making any excuses for any of it because there z- are zero excuses, but I'm just saying the way it's, um, where it's not everybody. Cause I just don't want to lump everyone to the same thing. And then a lot of times usually people like denounce it. It's like, yeah, listen, I was, you know, mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Whatever he's like, I don't think that now. They, the the mo- most of the time, kind of change their tune for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily make it any better or any more correct. Um, but that is that's a lot of obviously the issue with it because it's sometimes very extreme with you know it's like blood and soil and all this kind of stuff and I'm like you know obviously not down with yeah wreck if you are no bigs you know what I mean do your thing girl two Jews just talking Shh. about uh She's
0: talking about death metal yeah yeah
1: black burning. we're talking about black metal black
0: metal. see that's
1: gonna get that's gonna get you in trouble that's that's gonna get that's gonna be uh, yeah that's gonna get you in big trouble
0: okay oh God okay. um can we who will you forgive me
1: you get um, well. It's it's seventy five thousand strikes and you're out. <laughs> so oh, you're good.
0: Okay, I'm good. I'm, good. I'm, I have about five thousand left.
1: Um, so we're going to talk about the band Mayhem and kind of how they started. So the former singer of the band uh, and the name I get Pierre Engvay Olin. Oh, let's God, go yeah. by his street name, Dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let's cut the middleman. Let's make it real simple. Yeah.
1: Dead. Dead. <laughs> And you know how some people are like, you know, you see a lot of bands and a lot of it is a lot of like pomp and circumstance. And sure. they this guy meant it. Yeah. And you're going to find out why. Can't wait. Um, so he started the band with uh, Jan or Jan Axel Blomberg, Hellhammer, mm. which Excellent. was another popular uh, kind of old school from black hell, Yeah. Presumably um, hammering things hellishly. So. Uh, The singer, Dead, Mm -hmm. he, you know, he was kind of known to have obviously some kind of mental problems, Uh, depressed, frequently tried to commit suicide. Mm. Uh, He was, you ever watch uh, or see like a metal band, they have like the corpse paint, which is like the black and white, which is so cool looking.
0: Yeah, it's really great.
1: It's like they took what Kiss did and was like, let's.
0: Yeah, let's like. Peridot and make it even more fucking badass. Yeah, it's so
1: cool. Yeah. It's like,
0: less. we're gonna take the glam out of this. <laughs> baby. Just, uh,
1: I love, so he was kind of one of the, it's mean, claimed that he is the first person to really do that. Probably off maybe being inspired by a band like Kiss or, mm-hmm. or you know, monster yeah. movies or whatever.
0: Like Day of the um, Dead.
1: He okay. used to also uh, take his stage clothes and bury them and then dig them up and put them on before they performed. Oh to be closer to do
0: you guys want M&M's in here (laughs) do you want sprites no no you want me to dig up your old clothes and bring them back to you so you can put them back on for your show
1: yeah Uh, so that's what he would do he also would uh, find like dead birds and animals and keep them under the bed and sleep with them so he can be closer to things that are dying all the time
0: dead that's dead we're talking about here yeah.
1: we're not talking about Gary
0: <laughs> not my stepdad <laughs> he's not in here no, no, no. he
1: like he was in the band very briefly he played keyboards are like oh well, yeah, you know I, we're good yeah, I know. it's like um, alright
0: again it's Christmas I understand you're
1: he would uh, dead would cut himself with hunting knives and broken mm. glass uh, The this band guy was
0: band. a delight he he,
1: he, was, he was great um, <laughs> he went on to be Jeff Bezos from Amazon <laughs> I I had couldn't wait to the end <laughs> not many really people know about it, it. Uh yeah uh, the band would put a pig or sheep's head impaled on stakes and planted them at the front of the stage. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's
0: like so metal and also like, it's so up its time too. It's, uh, it's
1: going to get, we're going to mm, get it. Keep so, uh um, so, uh, the, uh, I'm going to skip that part it's going to get, it's going to get, it's going to Ooh, give it away. So, so
0: God, I want to, as you say this, I want to be getting tattoos. I know <laughs> like I want something. Can someone just be here next time we do a, a like a metal or like satanic? yeah. And someone just like be here to tattoo me yeah. while I listen and then
1: just paint our faces oh, and then, fuck and then yes. yeah, it's so good. So, um, on April 8th, 1991, dead committed suicide.
0: Okay. No surprised? surprise.
1: No, it's not surprised. I'm not
0: surprised. No, I can't believe he went this long. Yeah.
1: They were like, we did not, well, he's called dead. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right guys, dead is leaving. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah man, we get it. Yeah. Um. So the, the band owned a house, he killed himself in there. Now he was found, a homeowner. Yeah, no, he, well, yeah he, was a, <laughs> he was a homeowner. Um. He was found by, and this is a very, another important person. Uh. He went by Euronymous. Oh. I think is how I'm pronouncing it. Um, uh, he had slit wrists and mm-hmm. a shotgun wound to the head and uh, yeah, a, a suicide note that uh, there's a couple different translations, but it's, uh, uh, excuse. What do you
0: think happened? You think like he slit his wrist. He was like, this isn't fast enough. I'm going to shoot myself in the head. Probably
1: just like kind of just totally went, I mean, I think just really like lived and died it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the note said very politely, excuse all the blood. Cheers. <laughs> Or, or like she's all the blood like keep on rocking you know what i mean yeah. like something like that. Oh,
0: that's um, cute. Um
1: and then uh, also an apology for firing the weapon indoors.
0: Oh, for a guy that's named Dead? Yeah. Like that's a really cordial thoughtful message. Death yeah. message.
1: He was uh yeah, he was very very polite. It wasn't polite. like a pentagram. Oh, you're asking who's the nicest uh nicest? <laughs> I mean, p- politeness? <laughs> Dead. We're looking at it here. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's
0: right. I don't Please know. Excuse all- no, he's he too sorry.
1: He's more played than Kenny Loggins. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's probably true. He would have gotten some kind of solvent to clean the blood, though. Yeah, I, he's he not there yet. out there. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, you, you might be surprised the fact that Euronymous didn't call the police. Oh, God. He went to a store and a uh, little throwback, bought a disposable camera. Nice. Took a picture of it or several pictures of it. Respectful. And... Uh, you know, rearrange some of the items, too, to kind of, like, stage it a little bit better. And mm-hmm. then uh, you, you, one of the photographs was used on a cover of one of their bootleg albums, which is a very famous bootleg album, uh, called Dawn of the Black Hearts. Can
0: any of this be put on Instagram?
1: <laughs> not this album cover, um, because the album cover, and which I've never purposely seen before, mm-hmm. and obviously in my research I had to do it to talk yeah, about it here, I it. which I would not have normally done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant. But so they, he, they use that for this boot, not an official album, but, um, it's the, uh, it's his head blown off with his brains oh my sitting God. there.
0: Jesus. And I
1: think it's like a shirt that says like, I heart something. So it's a lit, I, I believe heart. looking at him. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. What did he heart? Oh God.
1: Yeah, oh oh, cookies. Cookies. <laughs> you know,
0: uh, hugs. Yeah. Teddy bears. It was
1: like free hugs. Uh, we had a free yeah, hug shirt. It was like, oh, yeah. So that's uh, my mom. Now there's some rumors flying.
0: Okay. I'm open to them.
1: That Uranus, uh made a stew with the bits of his brain.
0: A brain, a death brain stew.
1: Dead, dead brain stew.
0: Like a super stew.
1: I think it was like a bully base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he use the mother sauce. Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, and then. uh, that part's a rumor, but mm-hmm. that he made necklaces with bits of his skull Damn. and gave them to people that he felt like you're cool in the music scene. Oh,
0: and we have them for sale on our Patreon. Yep. It's, it's, <laughs> uh,
1: it's $666. Yeah, exactly. Patreon.com slash Ghost Town Pod. We are Definitely shameless. Yeah. Um, so now they're working on their album, even though okay. Dead is Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Working on their most, this is probably their their most famous album, and in the black metal scene, um, it is called uh, De Mysterious Dom Satanas, which uh, translates to "Lord Satan's Secret Rites." Hmm. Hmm, right. So this is a, a, regardless of what you think, but this is like this album is is extremely important to music because of how it kind of came about and what else happened because of it. But it is like that like that yeah. album. And that uh, album they recorded between 92 and 93, came out in 94. Just for you music people out there. Nice. So um, uh, Uranus, whose name is... uh Oystein Arseth, again, probably I'm so not sorry. the best yeah, yeah. It's like Probably not these the best. Names are yeah. just like
0: all vowels yeah. and ends
1: and O's with lines through. Yeah. You know.
0: What does that even mean?
1: And I was I was just in Copenhagen recently, so that's like kind of near. So you figure yeah. I'd be able to just kind of like rattle I mean, these off. Like, it would just naturally. But like, I wanted to go when I was there. I was like, I want to go to Sweden because now you want some death metal, you go Sweden. Yeah. But then you go to Norway. Uh, you go to black metal. Oof. Uh So <laughs> now we got uh, we got Euronymous, uh-huh. right. Who's kind of becoming, uh, like he, uh, just listening to interviews about him, because he's kind of like the center of he, he became, he's like, I am black metal. Yeah. Like he had his like house slash record store called like Helvete, Hel- Hel- which stands for hell, mm-hmm. which was kind of like this like meeting place for people. It was just, he was kind of a weird. Uh, it seemed like an intolerable kind of person, but supposedly like nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of somebody who had like a, was like really a cool family guy. But when you, when he was around people that knew him, like that knew him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was more fun for him to be Euronymous around other people that didn't know, especially yeah. as people. He was like,
0: know. like a, he was like a normal dude. And yeah. It's like you put on the Euronymous yes, hat. He, yeah. And, and then
1: you become, yeah, uh, where other people were like, yeah, listen, we know you're, you know, yeah. um,
0: you don't have to sacrifice animals around us. Yeah, we're friends. Uh,
1: so now we introduce um another uh, bass player comes in the mix. Uh, mix. uh Varg vikerness Okay. Uh, also goes by the Count.
0: Hmm. Now
1: this guy is a true bad dude, and if you really want to get to like the true crime nitty gritty, you look up Varg Vikernes, Um because Where
0: did they find him. Where did they dig him up?
1: he was friends with Euronymous and Euronymous thought he was just so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. This guy is the one um, that it's like kind of a, he, he becomes kind of the person that is the most synonymous with, he's the one I mentioned that was uh, burned down the church and put yeah. on his album, his the album for Burzum, for Ash. Yeah. Uh, he also is somebody that, and, you know, you ask these people like, are you a like, neo-Nazi and they always mm-hmm. skirt around. It's always kind of like, Sort of, not really. There's part, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's uh, God. you know, because it's not like because you know, even back in like the days of like the sex pistols, like mm-hmm. Sid Vicious wore like a swastika, yeah. And here's the thing is that right? No, but mm-hmm. everything was very like, we want to shock you, and yeah. I think a lot of it, which is I, that. I used to
0: love, yeah, uh, about that, like yeah. as a young, uh, of course, very depressed art student, like yeah. I love that, but. But nowadays, it does feel very like I get. It. You're not like taking back the swastika. Like there's right. so much embedded into no, that symbiology. Yeah. It's like okay, don't bother. Like, yeah. What are we doing here? But
1: I I can understand that people uh, ignorantly and stupidly do things to shock you, yeah. to shock the establishment or whatever. And I think a lot of it is because of that. I can't really speak for it. Euronymous mm-hmm. um, and uh, I'm going to call him Varg um, did not. Uh, eventually did not get along very well um, because uh, on August 10th, 1993, Varg murdered Euronymous.
0: Oh. Oh. Says he was self-defense. I did not see that coming. uh,
1: After all the church burnings, he was just like, well, you know, let's see. Yeah, but it's like,
0: Come hang out with this cool band and then end my life. When they were in
1: the band together. You yeah. know what I mean? They recorded this album, uh, De Mysterious Dom Sathanas. I probably should have learned, but you know, uh, you get what it is. You
0: guys get it.
1: So um, yeah, he uh there was a confrontation. Varg says, Oh, it was self-defense, but you could see a lot of the uh offensive wounds are in his Uranus' back.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So, um Damn. Yeah. Um, so let's see, uh 23 cut wounds. Two to the head, five to the neck, 16 to the back.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah. Um, Whoa. He says that. Not uh,
0: such a cool guy, huh? No, I, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, that he, uh, he. Varg says that Euronymous plotted to torture uh, him uh, to death and videotape the event. And using a meeting about some unsigned contract as like a pretext to kind of get together, mm-hmm. um, and he claimed to, he intended to hand Euronymous the signed contract and uh, tell him to fuck off. This is a quote. I don't, you know, I don't curse on here, but I'm mm-hmm. quoting. Yeah, you're just but, being a historian. Euronymous uh, attacked him first, which is pro- based on this guy Varg, probably not true. Yeah, not to say that he, you know, both people weren't aggressive yeah. or whatever. Um, uh, you know. Varg defends, you know, most of the cut wounds were caused by broken glass because he had fallen during the struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Varg was arrested within days and a few months he was sentenced to 21 years in prison for both the murder and the church arsons. He he, claim, he doesn't claim them... Uh, he claims self-defense as mm-hmm. the murder and the church... Yeah, like, you know, some things he says, no, I did, and, you know, yeah, no, I didn't. but they're like,
0: you're a bad person.
1: He actually... I don't know how, you know, in mm-hmm. Norwegian prisons... He actually was like, had like a temporary release from jail or something, yeah. a little like, but he went and then he, uh, from what I remember, he, uh, found a car of like a family and like held him a knife point and stole the car.
0: Oof.
1: So, Oof. um, yeah, he's out of jail now and now he's kind of changed his name back to his original name or his other mm. name. And, you know, yeah, he's, he's still kind of, be... you know, he is, he's kind of soft, you know, he's kind of like. I'm different now, but not really super apologetic,
0: Yeah, you know,
1: Um, just not, not a great person.
0: Not a good guy.
1: Now, what's interesting about this album, De Mysterious Dom Sathanas, Mm -hmm. is uh, Varg plays the bass tracks on it, Mm -hmm. because Necro Butcher, who was always in the band, he was like, my friend died. He's like, I'm not doing this album.
0: Yeah. Also, your name is Necro (laughs) Butcher. I love you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. and uh and Hellhammer the drummer yeah he promised Euronymous's family keep Got up <laughs> uh, maybe what we need on instagram is like a chart family. i know tray. i think we do we need a chart um that he says like the he, limp ones that, that he been... would re-record varg's uh bass parts because it's like hey listen the guy who killed our son yeah his bass. can't you just take them out like why yeah. are we celebrating that and he's like yeah yeah definitely i'll do that but then he uh in quote uh to quote I thought it would be appropriate that the murderer and victim were on the same record.
0: Why is that appropriate? Who thinks that appropriate?
1: Well, that's the thing. It's not. See, you're thinking what's appropriate. Mm-hmm. What the what the MTV says is appropriate. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, what does like, MTV say? You
0: mean it's like um, my the zoo in my hometown, where it was like the predator <laughs> and the prey were pretty much in the same. Team.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. It's like
0: whoa, what are we doing here?
1: Um, so and then from there, kind of. You, Mayhem continued to be a band in mm-hmm. some different versions. People say it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the story with that. Now, I was kind of wondering, like, what, what did people in Norway – because I'm speaking about Oslo and Bergen mostly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it seems like that, you know, it's like, oh, my God, like, well, black metal must be huge there. But what people say is, like, two people in Norway, black metal isn't huge – it's these bands are from Norway, are huge in other places. Yeah. So in, in, they say It's in similar fact, to
0: like places, like bands in America where you're yeah. like, are you still around? And it's like, no, they tour Europe constantly. Yeah, and they're and huge there, but yeah. you're
1: here, you know what I mean? Like they play like a fair or something yeah. like that. So, um, and then also the fact that black metal, you know, used to be a very underground, you know, there was a lot of, uh, you know, planning of, you know, yeah. church springs, uh, you know what I mean? There was, oh God, another, there was another guy in this scene, maybe mean went by Faust where he, like killed this dude because he was mm-hmm. this gay dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Oof. it was really, and he was the uh, and he was the drummer of the band Emperor, which is another mm-hmm. popular black metal band. Just throwing mm-hmm. that in there for you people. that You know that want to hear a little extra. Yeah. Um, it's tough. You know, and some of these people go on like later on to be like, uh, they either dismiss it or discount it. Um, you know, but still like things. happen Yeah, like with so people
0: aren't really apologetic.
1: No, because it's in their head, and mm-hmm. that's their way of being. You know rebellious and anti-authority yeah. the this the the satanists and the satanisms and this 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 black metal inner circle mm-hmm. you know we talk about the church of satan yeah. on our very very not famous episode but great episode the, great the black, episode. House, yeah. black house black yeah, house they, they said the church of satan was too humane wow because the Satan, you know for listen the satanism mm-hmm. as far as we know the church of satan is like as far as i'm concerned pretty chill yeah Pretty sensible. Every
0: religion has an extreme.
1: Every everyone has an extreme. Yeah. Everyone has things where you're like, I grew. Yeah, exactly. that makes Even sense. The I'm Church down. Of Satan. Yeah. So they their version of Satan was more like anti-authority. Mm-hmm. You know, what is the opposite of whatever you're doing, and how extreme can we go?
0: Yeah. Like, it seems like so like dog eat dog. Nobody matters. Like everyone can die at a moment's notice or be decimated.
1: Yeah. It's very, it's interesting and it's dark, um, mm-hmm. uh, but there seemed to, cause as kind of black metal has grown, it's, you know, way more, even though it's not in, in music sense, it's still underground, but mm-hmm. it's commercial major, you know, yeah. major tours and stuff like that. But I thought it was interesting, um, in the 2015 edition of this, uh, festival called Blast Fest, mm-hmm. um, which is held in Bergen, uh uh, was opened by like the, the person who opened it like to present it was the mayor of Bergen. Whoa. And she's like, kind of like, it looks like a librarian Oh, and behind her, if you look, there's a photo, uh, it's the band. I think it's rotting Christ. Oh Yeah. So it's like a very, they kind of embrace the, the, you know, kind of like, Hey, this is like a hometown thing.
0: That's so even though black metal
1: is not, you, you figure like, that's like, oh, listen, uh, Billy Joel is popular in New York.
0: Yeah.
1: Bruce Springsteen is popular in New Jersey. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't know. Red Hot Chili Peppers are popular in California. I don't know. What, mm-hmm. Whatever it is, you yeah. know. But in in Norway, it's just the bands happen to be popular. Yeah. But in, in Norway, people aren't like, black metal is not some like huge thing. You yeah. Know? Which I thought, th- which is something that I definitely did not know in doing my research
0: yeah that's so interesting and it's just
1: you know kind of just giving a real skim of the history because i'm talking about like you know you know 20 30 year history of it and the music and i'm so excited to talk about it that Mm -hmm. i was like i want to talk about all these more nuanced things but i think for the sake of like an interesting story nice um,
0: entryway into into black metal metal. (laughs) yeah yeah I like
1: it's a, it's a nice entryway. It's
0: a nice entryway. Aww. Uh-huh.